Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. This 25th of May, 2023, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today. To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Self-reliance is one of the greatest hindrances to us following God's will and seeing it come to pass in our life. I knew that God was speaking to me about, you know, that even though it doesn't look like it's possible for us to do it, that maybe God has some other plans. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my fourth week teaching on how to find, follow, and fulfill God's will. And I tell you, I have enjoyed this teaching. These are things that they're just truth. They're part of me. They're things that God has told me and it's changed my life and I'm excited. Because if you will receive it, this this will transform your life. This series on how to find, follow, and fulfill God's will is awesome. And I have it in a book. I also have 15 hours worth of teaching on either CD or DVDs. And actually the teaching goes into more detail than what I'm doing here on television because you know on television I know that not everybody watches every single day and so I'll go back and summarize and because it's cut up into little 30 minute segments I'm just not covering things in the same depth that I do as when you get the teaching on CD or DVD. But it's really good, and the book will cover all of this. So on our program yesterday, I started talking about obedience is one of the key factors 
in fulfilling God's will in your life. And the last couple of days, I've really tried to spend quite a bit of time uh, putting this in its proper perspective. Because some people have been so abused by religion and a legalistic mindset. That when they hear about grace, they just Obedience becomes a four-letter word to them. Like that's all about performance. So no, it's the grace of God. It's not what I do. God does love you by grace. Not by performance. Performance has nothing to do with God loving you. God doesn't love you more if you do things correctly, and He doesn't love you less if you do things incorrectly. But it's wrong to assume that that means that your actions, obedience, don't matter. They may not matter to God. God is going to love you because of what Jesus did, not because of what you do. But Satan will take advantage of you if you don't obey God. Romans 6, 16. I've already quoted that a number of times. And Satan will gain an inroad. He can't do anything to you without your consent and cooperation. And, and if you aren't obeying God, then you're obeying the devil. Even if you think, well, no, I'm not obeying the devil. I'm just doing my own thing. That's obeying the devil. The devil will help you do your own thing because anything that is contrary to what God is telling you to do, even if it's not outwardly sin or bad, if it's just normal, then that's disobedience to God. And Satan takes advantage of that. So there are consequences. God doesn't love you based on your performance. 
BUT YOUR PERFORMANCE IS STILL IMPORTANT. AND I WAS USING ELIJAH, 1 KINGS, CHAPTER 17, AS AN EXAMPLE OF THAT. I WANT TO USE SOME SCRIPTURES OUT OF PROVERBS, CHAPTER 3, AND RELATE THIS TO PROSPERITY. And this is something that not everybody is able to put together. Again, a lot of people have been raised in a performance-based thing. Where they take scriptures like Malachi chapter 3 and say, if you don't tie your curse with the curse, God's going to get you and stuff. Well, Galatians 3.13 says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. And the curse of the law is specifically Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 through 10. If you don't tithe, God is not going to curse you because Jesus bore that curse. But does that mean that you now don't tithe? That you just keep everything you've got? Well, it means that if you do that, God loves you, but you're stupid if you do that. Because the scripture compares to our giving to a seed. And you know, if you wanted to eat, if you wanted a garden, but you ate all of your seed and you didn't take any of those seeds and plant them. You might get full in the short term, but in the long term, you're going to go hungry. Because you ate all of your seed instead of planting it. Well, likewise, if you take all of the money that God gives you and you consume it upon yourself and you don't sow any of that seed by giving to the Lord's work, giving to other people, then in the future you're going to go hungry. 
ngukakasa wali maso kasera katono nyo injale jakuruma sende zijakugwako it's just wisdom to take a portion of what god has given you and sow it bandenge chiba cha magezi nyogo kwata kusente zino katonda za kuwade noto lako okentono nozi siga mumulimu gwa katonda not in order to earn god's favor or to stop the curse ntegera bulunji tozi siga katonda berenga akwagala okusinga babadde akwagala oba katonda aleme kuteeka ko chikolimo aa because jesus stopped the curse kubanga botuba tuogera ku nsonga ye chikolimo echo yesu ya chikola ke miyaka 12 emabega but that doesn't mean that you still eat all of your seed no you have to plant some of it ya de chikolimo te chiriwo atechi te chitegeza nti oyino kuli ensigo zonna kambeko chenkubuza boli ensigo onaba na makungula nedda teleka kezimu ezokusiga and so there is still a place for giving. Ekitegeza wacha aliwe chifo omuntu oba wacha aliwo mwaganyo omuntu gwaino kozeso kubanga awayo. And there are a lot of people that have come to understand grace. Ere wali abantu abamu abazine bategerete sacha akatonda. That they just completely throw away this principle of giving. Ere lokubanga bategerete sacha akatonda. Kakati bakwate bakwate nonene yokusiga ne bajitikasuka muguruka. And they can't put together that when I give it's not because I am making God do something. It's not me giving and then God responds to me. It's God gave to me and he gave me wisdom in the word to say take a portion of what you have and sow it. Neka akati mbanzize yokunoneno ntikatonda ne sente zenina ye yazimpa era yomuye yampa na magezi okubanti wenasiga ezimu kwezo zijja kudira makungula. And then when you sow give and it shall be given back unto you good measure pressed down shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom. Kale ranga bwagambe muluka esura ya mukagulu nyirwa satu munana ntikale mugabenga namwe muli gabibwa ekigere ekirungi ekikatiddwa ekisukundiddwa ekyo muyika kyebali bawera mu kifuba kubange ekigere ekyo kyogeze namwe kimuligererwa Those are the instructions and if we would obey that Ebyo byebiragiro ndisinga nafe tugondire nnoneno katonda jiya wange ekiragiro Then you will prosper not because God saw what you did and blessed you back Kakati ujakubola bokukula akulana sikubanti katonda alabye ntyo wadde yo It's because you saw what God said and recognized the potential in that seed Kakati rokubanti nawe ulabye katonda kyagambe mu kigambo kyenti bwonabo wadde yo bijja kudiziwa rokubanti ulabye amanya gali mu nsigo mu kigambo kya not only to feed you but to produce more fruit. Ntensigenu yasente jogendo okusiga muli Mungu akatonda tegenda kulisa bulisa chapati sawa zinonge njale kuluma na Yesu bulo kujisiga nebange kuletera makungula wali maso. And you obeyed and you sowed. Edendo uloku bantu wagonda nojisiga. Those are not contradictory. Ebe byengeza ko kunyonyerwa no tebegeza ko kubagana. There are some people that honestly just can't see any scriptures about prosperity Omanyo wali abantu banji nga nawo wali wanompuliriza kakati ku radio nga enyiririze zo bugagga tozitegera Even it'll be given unto you without thinking legalistic Eranga ngabola baluno nyiriri olurensomye muluka mukaga satu munana anti wayo nawe kiri kudizibwa tuluwoleza ko mungeri yomateka But it's really it's your mindset it's the attitude that you give 
Nebisede visinga, chiva mundo uza yu. Muntegera ya mutimago. Matter of fact, over in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, I believe it's verse 3, it says, Ndoza chini mba kulise chisoka, isula ya kuminasatu, ulunyiru akusatu, ulugamba anti. It says, if I give all of my goods to feed the poor, or if I give my body to be burned, and don't do it motivated by love, it profits me nothing. Ilanga agambi enti. Agambi enti, ilabu engavi dababu, bienina bionna. Okubali isanga. Ilabu empaa yomu bili guange, okuokewa. Na yene siba na kuagala. Nga sina, chenga siza. So that right there shows you that you can give, even give your life. Kakati chuchukula ganti omutu asubulu okuwayo. Na wayo takome bukome kuwayo nsigoyo. Kawabana na wayo nubula mubwe. You could even sacrifice your life, but if you did it, thinking that this is going to force God to do something back for you, then it profits you nothing. And so what you do is you give, but you don't give in order to get from God. You give in response to what God has said. And the motive that you give is more important than your giving. That is critical. So see, some people, again, just think, well, I'm not going to give because that would be me trying to earn God's favor. If that's your attitude, then that's wrong and it profits you nothing. But if you give out of love, and you give because, Father, you've given to me and I want to give back to you. I want to be a blessing. Blessing. I want to take a portion of what I've got and recognize you as my source. If you give with that attitude, that's obedience, and that's what really releases the power of God. Here in Proverbs chapter 3, it says in verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. You know, another way of saying that is, don't just do what you want to do. Obey God. Follow His instructions. Follow the word of God. Obedience is what this is talking about. Follow what God tells you to do. In Verse 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. 
BE NOT WISE IN THINE OWN EYES. FEAR THE LORD AND DEPART FROM EVIL. OROMU SAMVU, TOBANGA NA MAGEZI MUMASO GOGWE. TIANGA MUKAMA OVENGA MUBUBI. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. In verse 9, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. You know, in verses 9 and 10, it's obvious that those verses are talking about prosperity, financial prosperity. Physical prosperity. And people often divorce that from these previous verses. But this is just a part of trusting the Lord with all of your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. When it says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase, that's talking about giving. The Word of God said that when you go and reap your fields, you take the very first fruits, the very first part of the harvest. You give to God first. Kakati, enyiriri, enyiriri, mubalevya surayabili musato nyiriwa kumi, Baibuli yekula ganti, buwagenda anga okukungula. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. So you were to take the first fruits that you reap and you give them to God. Did you know that's trusting in the Lord? Most people look at things this way, that, man, I have more need than I've got supply. And even if you are surviving... Most of us would like to prosper more. We would like to have bigger, better, more, or something. So most people have a greater desire than what they have need. And if they take everything that they've got and use it for themselves instead of sowing some of it, instead of giving part of it, 
neba kuataka sente kona kunolinga wakafunye nake nake kusa nata kuataka kuchitundu kuko okukasiga okusamu mkama echitiwa that's leaning to your own understanding echechebaita okwesigama kundoza yo that's having a poverty mentality echechebaito kubira nendoza yechavu thinking but i need all of this i can't take a portion of what i've got endoza yechavu yeno okuluza anti mkama byonate mbieta gobusente butono ebieta gobinji that's that's unbelief echebaito obutakiriza you've got to get to a place to where just like this says you trust in the Lord with all your heart. Olino kutuka kuchifo, uba mchigiria, echigama anti olino kwesi gamo kama, no mutima guo, guona. Not just in word only. Simu bigambo bioka. You aren't going to say, well, I'm trusting God to meet my needs. So genda kugeda wogezinti, aya, ndi wanonesi gamo kama asisinkanebi ebietagobi yange. But then you reap your field and instead of giving the first fruits, no, you keep it all for yourself. You can say you're trusting in the Lord, but you aren't. You aren't trusting God. If you trusted God, you'd do what His Word says. You would obey. A person who says, well, I want to give, but I just, I, I need all of this money. I really want to obey God. I'm really trusting God, but I just need all of this. You may have deceived yourself, but you haven't deceived me. You aren't really trusting God. If you keep everything and don't give. And in the Old Testament, a tithe was the standard, and then there were offerings above that. In the New Testament, I don't believe that we're limited to just a certain amount. But you ought to give as you purpose in your heart is what it says over in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And you need to still give. And so that's part of trusting in the Lord with all your heart, not only in the area of maybe, for instance, you know, finding a job. Or your children or your family or something, but this is talking about in finances. You trust the Lord and you don't lean under your own understanding. You don't sit there and look at your bills and say, my bills are more than what I've got. So therefore, I can't give. 
Uruenso ungeyo, sigenda kuwayo, uruebieta agobi nebinji. No. Neda. You trust in the Lord more than you trust in anything else. Ulino kuesiga mukama, okusinga buwesiga, ebintu ebidalabiyo na. And you say, I am going to give the first fruits. Elena ulioko gulu kwa nogamanti, ngeenda kumuwe chibedebedee change. There was a reason it was called first fruits. It wasn't called leftover fruits. I'll give if there's anything left fruits. It was the first fruits. Before you take care of yourself, before you pay your bills, before you do anything else. You give first. That's trusting in the Lord with all of your heart. And if you aren't doing that, well, then you are leaning under your own understanding. You aren't acknowledging God in all of your ways. You can say whatever you want to, but you aren't trusting Again, I've had people come to me by the hundreds, by the thousands, and you know, I receive offerings at our meetings and different things. And I teach on this, and I've had people come and say, I would love to give, I just don't have anything. The Lord didn't tell everybody to give a thousand dollars or a thousand euros or whatever it is. That... You deal with in your country. The Lord told you to give a percentage. Katunda yakugamba kuwa yochitundu. Ten percent. Obolu seche kumi. Itegeza. Boboli na dola kumi zoka. And you know if all you've got is one dollar. Irabu bwangu liyo. Ngasente zoi na mukumpi ziringa nusuru kumi zoka. You've got a tithe. O inokuziwa kichimwe chikumi. Ten cents on a dollar. Jako nusu chikumi. Kurukumi ruoruo. The amount isn't important. It's the percentage. You saw that little woman who cast in two mites, which meant half of a penny. Virtually nothing, nearly worthless. And the Lord saw all of the rich people cast in much more money than that. And he called his disciples and he said, This poor widow has cast in more than all of the rich people. Not more in the sense that it was greater in monetary value, but it was a greater percentage. 
mubunji bwazo nti sente zali nnyingi kubanga yawaya mapesa abiri ne yawayo okubasinga kubanga bogera agiranya neze yasigaza yali yawaddeyo nnyingi okusinga bali abali ne nnyingi atine bawayo ntono the Lord doesn't just look at what you give. He looks at how much you have left over after. For after you give, he looks at that percentage. So a person who's saying, I'd love to give, I just don't have anything. Kakati uno mtu wa jeje ndi ngangavirida agamanti Andrew njagala kuwayo na yate sinacha kuwayo. That's never the truth. Echa sichi tufu. You always have something. Fena fena bulichisiru bako necho kuwayo. And God's going to accept it based on what you have, not what other people have. Ida katunda agenda kukirizecho chogendo kuwayo okusinzila kumeka zorina. And so if you have virtually nothing, if you have a dollar and you give a dime, you've given something. And that's a starting place. But there's some people that know they just can't trust God. They will say they're trusting Him. But your actions speak so loud that I can't hear what you're saying. Your words are important, but they aren't near as important as your actions. Faith without works is dead. So this says you have to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In then it talks about honoring the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all of your increase. That's part of trusting in the Lord. So another way of saying this is that a person who says, oh man, I love God and I'm believing God and God is my source. And I just depend upon him. Talk is cheap. You can look at their actions and see whether they really are trusting in God. They're really trusting in God. They're a giver. And it doesn't matter about what their needs are. And it doesn't matter about their income versus expenses thing. It's all about their trust in the Lord. If they are truly trusting in the Lord, they will put God first. They will give God the first fruit. They will give deliberately. 
on purpose consistently and anybody who says they're trusting God but doesn't give like that you aren't trusting God I'm sorry if that offends you and you think well that's just too strict you don't know I've been poorer than probably the vast majority of people watching this James and I've gone through a lot of hardship. Most of it was self-inflicted. Because I didn't understand some of the things of God. But nonetheless, I've never had a dollar come my way that I haven't given off of. I guess it's possible that that might have happened, but I, it would have to be a mistake. It would have to be an exception. I have intentionally given, even when we were going without food. And if somebody gave me money, I'd give something off of it. Before I would just go spend all of it on food. I have always given. And as a result, man, today, God has blessed me. Did you know it takes me $9,000 an hour, 24 hours a day? Seven days a week, 365 days a year. To pay my bills. $9,000 an hour. That's a lot of money. And you know one of the reasons that it's working is because I have obeyed God. And I have given off of every penny that I've ever had in my life. And it's not the giving that made it happen. It was my faith that made it happen, but faith without works is dead. And 
And if I hadn't have been following through and obeying God, I could have been confessing and saying, I'm trusting God. I'm believing God. I'm holding on to the promises. You can say whatever you want, but if you don't have actions to back up what you're saying, then that faith without works is dead. You need to obey God. If you want to finish what God has started in your life, then you need to obey. Not because you're fearful that if I don't obey, God's going to stop. No, God's never going to stop. Togonda, luakumango tidi enti katunda jakulekerao kukozesa. Ah, katunda tasubula kulekerao. It's like I was using the example yesterday with Elijah. God had already commanded the ravens to take the provision to where he told Elijah to be. Chibanga bula ba uchokula bilakoche nakula ze, inakwe ziseke mabegao. Nti katunda, yalagire eria, agende kukaga. Ira nobu gabirizi, yabuteka eri kukagaji yali amugambi okugenda. And so they were already on their way. Echitegeza, banamu ngona bono, bali babuka, ngabagenda eri katunda jiali agambi eri yoku. The provision was already on the way, but Elijah could have missed it. If he hadn't gone there, if he had stayed where he was, Likewise, God is never going to turn against you because of your actions if you're born again. If you've received Jesus as your Savior, then you are accepted with God the Father through what Jesus did. And not through what you do. But does that mean that it, it, therefore it's unimportant what you do? No, it's very important what you do. Because if you go out and disobey God, you are opening a door to the devil and he's going to come steal, kill, and to destroy. Plus, you aren't going to be in the position that God is sending your provision to. And you're going to miss out on things. You need to learn to obey. And what I've been talking about today is obeying in this area of giving. You give and you trust God, you obey. I don't do it as a law. But I do it as often as if I was under the law. It's just the mindset that's changed. 
Ngei yali badali wansi wa mateka Omanyindo oza Obuzimubuli wano mundo oza yu I never hold back and don't give If I need something Situ kanga kukulu naku Kugana kuwa yu Urokumanti nine chetago I would give first And somebody would think Well that's easy for you to say Nzeche nkola Nsoka kuwa yu Manyiche manyi wali yama mkuma Bali nzo gamanti Sebo Obyobyo gira bogezi Na ichi zibu kuchite kama unkola I've done it Na yante nze kama wako gira Buwento wengkole bintu biyange You know when Jamie and I were struggling And we needed a hundred dollars rent Umanyimu kasera nze Nemu chala wange Jamie Wetu walinga tetuina sente Nga tuetaga Tuetaga sente za landiro Dukumpi dola chikumi Obeme tuwala satu mokaga We never just believed for a hundred dollars We would believe for a hundred and twenty dollars And we would give twenty dollars And then use the hundred to pay our rent Fubetuwa wedanga tusaba Tetuwaga manga mkama Tuweke za landiro dizo kazoka Emetuwala satu mokaga Tuwaga manga mkama Tuwe dola chikumi Nga jemituwala satu mokaga O tuongere konezo kuwa yo Kumpe emetuwali miranga musamvu I mean we never believe for just enough To barely get us by We would always believe For an offering or a tithe Off of that Tetuwabu Tetuwa kilizanga Bukiliza mkama kutuwa zokazo kaze tuwetaga Wabula tuwa mkilizanga Atuwe ezali zisingako Nekuzezi tetuwa li tuwetaga Tuwerenga tusoburoku wako Kwezo zatu wade And this is the way I've lived Now for 72 years. And it's working. And God is blessing me. Obedience is an important part. Not because God looks at our obedience. And responds to us. But obedience is faith in action. Obedience is a living faith. Whereas just saying something but then not acting properly is faith without works. And James chapter 2 verse 20 says that's dead. So if you want to finish your course, if you want to fulfill what God told you to do, it's the grace of God that calls you. It's the grace of God that equips you. And you will make mistakes along the way. And you need to stand strong in the grace that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. But that does not mean that you throw away obedience. You need to obey God. You need to do what God told you to do. And you need to do it diligently. 
Ero ino kuchikola, nga tokisa mukono, banga tosiza mukono, nga tokoye. You need to obey God. Olino kugonde la katonda. You know, again, the Apostle Paul, I use those verses already. He's... Umanye Paulo, enyirizu na zengendo kuoge lako, nazoge dekoda. He says that he was the least of all the Apostles. Ne Paulo agamba mba kolise chisoka, esura ya kuminata nyiruwa muenda. Ndikubanga nze ndi muto mubatume. So he says, but by the grace of God, I am who I am. And, and then he says, and this grace that was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Here's Paul talking about laboring. And yet he's the one that talked about it's not by your work. It's not your good works. It's the grace of God. So is he contradicting himself? No, it wasn't a labor of law where he expected to be paid based on his performance. It was a labor of love. Or as he says over in Thessalonians, He says, I've heard of your works of faith and labor of love. There is a work of the law that is performance based. But then there is a work of faith. Or a work that comes as a response to what God has already done, His love. And so works are still valid. But you just can't trust in your works. They need to be the byproduct of relationship with God. Not the root of relationship with God. But it is still very important. That you obey God, that you trust in the Lord. And don't lean onto your own understanding. Don't disobey God. Don't do things your way. Don't follow the devil, but obey God. And if you will do that, and mix action, with your faith. And follow through and do what's right. Obey God. That is one of the keys that releases this supernatural power of God and enables you to fulfill your course. 
You know, I understand the grace of God. And the Bible says in Romans 11:29, the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. I believe that if I went out and committed adultery, that God would still love me and he would not take away the anointing that's on my life. But I would be dumber than a hammer if I did that. First of all, I wouldn't be loving God. Second, I wouldn't be loving my wife if I did that. And if I did that, third, I would give Satan an inroad. It would it would cause me tremendous amount of damage. I would lose the respect and the confidence that our partners have put in me. And rightly so. And I would still be anointed and God would use me in some way. If I was to turn around and start trying to minister for him again, but it would just be stupid. It, it would be stupid to the Tenth power. For me to do something like that. But God would still love me when I was stupid. So I'm not preaching against the grace of God. But I'm saying that it's not just Grace, you also, like Paul said, have to labor more than everybody. If you want to see success, you need to learn how to obey God. So I've been teaching on how to find, follow, and fulfill God's will. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed. Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. Every last Thursday of the month, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today.